Hello, everybody. Chef Marcus Giuliano here, your chef on a mission. Welcome to Chef on a Mission Radio, episode number 88, Sustainably Raised Farm Salmon. Sounds like an oxymoron. Let's find out more. But first, this podcast is brought to you by my restaurant, Aroma Time Bistro, located 90 miles north of New York City, open since 2003. We are green certified and um, we know a bit about salmon. I know a bit about salmon and I'm happy to share all of my knowledge about salmon because um, farmed salmon is the most toxic food in the world. Uh, the most toxic food in the world. There's a great documentary out there about it where they do all those kinds of testing on it. And there's tons and tons of nasty things in farmed salmon, folks, farmed open pen net salmon. Uh, terrible, terrible, terrible. And it's unfortunate that some companies like to tell us they have sustainably raised farmed salmon, which is an oxymoron. But back to my restaurant, we're 90 miles north of New York City, Aroma Time T-H-Y-M-E Bistro in Ellenville, New York. And this is also brought to you by my vacation company, VIP Winery Vacations. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, VIPWineryVacations.com. That's where I basically take you to all of my friends' wineries in Italy and Mexico uh, on upstate New York. Uh, these are boutique wine tours that you get a backstage red carpet VIP tour of the wineries. That's because we have fantastic connections with the wineries. All the wineries we go to, I serve at my restaurant. So uh, doing business with some of these for you know 15 years. So this is why we get such amazing, amazing tours. So VIP winery vacations and Aroma Time Bistro. Now on to sustainably farmed salmon. It drives me crazy when I see, um, especially like when you walk into these big grocery stores, you walk into ShopRite, you walk into Whole Foods, you walk into these big stores and they have farmed salmon that says it's sustainably raised. If you ever heard any of my 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 content on salmon, there's no right way to do the wrong thing. Farmed salmon, open pen net farmed salmon is one of the most destructive things you can be doing to the environment. It is very polluting. It's very polluting to the other fish in the environment, uh, the wild fish. And it is extremely deadly and toxic to the fish that are living in these open pen systems to the rate of fact sometimes that... Uh, 20 plus percent of fish actually die in these pens because they're so toxic. And there are mass die offs where hundreds of thousands of fish will die at a time because they just cannot support uh, this kind of filth. Uh, just like, you know, if you saw a uh, goldfish bowl filled with dirty water and the goldfish are starting to die, you would change your water Well, in the ocean. They can't do that because they're living in it and it's all around them. And it's, it's a, it's a pretty gruesome um and very misleading industry and all the big grocery stores uh, like to jump on board and say they have something that's better than the others. And the reality is they really don't. And here's an example of a class action lawsuit being brought against Aldi's Aldi's being the um, uh, Trader Joe's spinoff. I don't know if anybody knows this, but Trader Joe's and Aldi's were the same company many, many years ago in um, England. And one brother uh, family-owned business. One brother thought that they should be selling cigarettes. One brother thought they should not be selling cigarettes. They split the company up to Aldi's North and Aldi South, I believe, is the way the story goes. And um, you had one store that uh, eventually went into the Trader Joe's 
which is the uh, store that I did not believe did not want to sell cigarettes. So Trader Joe's became the healthier version. And Aldi still has some, you know, some impressive things on their shelves. However, when it comes to their sustainably farm raised salmon, uh, that is a no go. So in 2021, Aldi's was brought a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit here in New York was brought against Aldi's. Aldi's has tried to uh, get a motion to dismiss it. That has not worked. Uh, so the lawsuit was brought in 2021, 2022, spring of 2022. A judge in Illinois said, no way. Uh, we're going to hear this case. I don't have any updates on it, but that's the last that I know is about this class action lawsuit. And that's for the people of New York. But let's jump into what the actual article says here. And if you do, uh, this is on classaction.org. All right. And this is um, beginning of the summer 2021, this article. But like I said, in 2022, uh, they put a motion to um, to um, throw this out, and the judge said no. So all these fresh Atlantic salmon products are not sustainably sourced as advertised, but instead farmed industrial, industrial through unsustainable, environmentally destructive, and inhumane practices, a proposed class action lawsuit alleges. 28-page lawsuit claims that although all these quote-unquote simple, sustainable seafood claims represent the grocer's Atlantic salmon in a light of favorable to consumers looking for products sourced with environmental and animal welfare standards in mind. The fish in reality is sourced for methods that shock the conscience. So the label on here is this beautiful label has their own certification on there saying how great and sustainable it is and, and such and such, which I tell you, a lot of these all of these sustainability labels and organic labels when it comes to seafood uh, are all just self-regulated. It's what it's what the really the companies want to say themselves and it's their marketing. Sure, there's sustainable ratings out there like Monterey um, Bay Aquarium, Seafood Watch, uh, Marine Stewardship Council. Uh, so there are some more legitimate ratings out there, but even some of those ratings I've have questioned. I've questioned the Marine Stewardship Council. Uh, a lot. I've really questioned, well, not I've really questioned the Marine Service Council, but I've also questioned Monterey Bay Aquarium. I've actually called them to tell them I disagree with some of their ratings. And uh, the reason they give some of their ratings are really not um, because the fish is sustainable, it's just because of other things that might impact. So there's a lot of things that go into rating fish, but a lot of these sustainability ratings you see on the labels of fish, they're all, they're all just self, um, self-proclaimed and unregulated. Um, so uh, for its part, Illinois-based Aldi has been able to sell more Atlantic salmon than it would have absent its false and misleading representations of the product. So the compliant is saying that they're selling more of this because of their false advertising, that people feel comfortable that they're buying something that's better and that they are um, actually selling more of it because of this label. The lawsuit charges Aldi's intended for consumers to rely on its sustainable claims for the Atlantic salmon and has deceived buyers about the nature and sourcing of the products in violation of state laws. In evaluating sustainably sourced products, consumers hold the minimal use of hormones and drugs, impact on the environment, and the welfare of the animals as three of the most important considerations, particularly when it comes to sustainable aquaculture, the case relays. According to the lawsuit, Aldi's sustainable Atlantic salmon is wholly and misleadingly represented by the defendant. So, of course, 
the people things that people are looking for when they see sustainability um they're looking for less hormones and drugs right less impact on the environment and better quality of the life of the animals that are being raised those are the three things that uh come to mind when you think about the word sustainable uh for one the atlantic salmon products are sourced at least in part from chile the case claims nothing that salmon uh noting that salmon are not native to the country but instead raised in from sourced from large industrial fish farms known for their unsustainable production methods salmon farms in chile the lawsuit says utilizes the ecology dangerously uh ecologically dangerously method of salmon production called net pen agriculture where uh, whereby thousands of fish are crowded into cages or pens in natural waterways and i talk about open pen net farming a lot open pen net farming is the way you raise most salmon 99 and a half percent or whatever it is even more than that there is open contain there's a closed containment system which is inland but it's very very expensive seven times the cost and most farms are happy with just throwing pens open pens open net pens in the ocean let them float and throw all the fish in there and raise them per the case net pen aquaculture is considered to be a high risk form of fish farming that in that among other problems the method allows for free exchange of waste chemicals, parasites, and disease between the pens and the surrounding environment. This form of farming has been banned by the United States jurisdictions due to certain over-environmental risks, the uh, complaint says. So, yes, that is true. The United States has banned net open net pen, pen farming in certain areas, like Washington State has banned it. Um, I, I believe Maine is still doing it. But there are certain areas that open pen nut farming uh, for fin fish is banned. There's an open exchange. What it means in open exchange is that anything that the that the fish give off, uh, lice, diseases, um, feces, all that goes right into the waterways right there. It all goes into the waterways and it affects the natural uh, migratory path of salmon uh, in those areas. Now, Chile is not home to salmon, says South America. Uh, southern hemisphere so there's no salmon there but there are other species of fish there that get affected impacted from all that waste spewing out and all the diseases spewing out closed containment system which is something that's inland inside of a building would then be filtered out and never go into the ocean or to the local waterways thus closed containment versus open pen that's the two terms that we're looking at so this is open pen which is you're going to find open pen wherever you go basically um, there is closed containment but it does cost more money it's almost as expensive as wild so why not buy wild according to the lawsuit uh to survive in these environments salmon must be introduced to large amounts of toxins and pesticides testing of aldi's atlantic salmon uh the finished product meant to be consumed by humans has revealed the presence of ethoxyquine a toxic uh a toxin routinely used as a preservative in industrial fish feed the suit alleges now that is a nasty nasty chemical uh the fish pellets are so high in fat that you have to add stabilizers and that's what the ethox i'm, I'm probably mispronouncing this ethoxyquin is in there for to stabilize all these fats these fats will go rancid very quickly so they douse it with all these pesticides and all these stabilizers to um to stabilize the fat uh, the salmon feed ingredients used by all these suppliers pose other severe environmental risks. 
in particular, all these suppliers use wild-caught fish and salmon feed as it's a routine in the industry, contributes to the collapse of wild fish stock and the aquatic ecosystems, compounding of environmental consequences of Aldi's salmon products. So yes, this is the part that's messed up about salmon farms. For every one pound of salmon farm, uh, for every one pound coming out of a salmon farm with fish, you had to harvest three pounds of wild fish and to complete and to um, actually have a negative uh, deficit on protein out of the ocean to produce this protein. So you're losing three pounds to gain one pound of protein here. So it doesn't make sense, right? So you're harvesting all this wild fish. They go in countries where they can get away with it and just harvest everything and pump it into fish pellets. Uh, now, because that's been an issue, a lot of salmon farmers are using chicken feathers, chicken beaks, pork renderings, Every part of the pork that you would not eat, it can't put the cosmetics will go into chicken feed. Uh, even even uh, you know the blood blood meal will get into the salmon pellets. Uh, feathers, chicken feathers are a very common ingredient. In fact, one of the big producers in Canada actually owns a pork and chicken rendering plants to take everything out of there and um, use it for their salmon farms. So there is pork and chicken byproducts and all this wild fish going into there, because that is, again, a problem, the wild fish, the deficit. So some of them think they're solving this problem by using the chicken feathers and, and extra pork parts. And there's one farm in Chile that thinks that they're solving this problem by using genetically modified fungus as a protein, which is why the Monterey Bay uh, Aquarium Seafood Watch loves this one salmon farm because they're not harvesting wild fish, but instead they're feeding it a genetically modified fungus. So um, I don't think that's sustainable. I don't think it's, I mean, it's still, there's the fish still have to go to the bathroom. Uh, the fish are still compact into, into small areas. The fish are still, you know, living in a toxic area, even though they're sourcing their food might be a little different. So that's the reason why I disagree with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch on that particular uh, species. Um, so, um, Let's see here. The article keeps going. The environmental impact of industrial salmon farming aside, the conditions under which all these products are raised inflict unnecessary suffering on the fish, the suit says. The extremely crowded and unsanitary environment of net pens are nothing like natural environment in which salmon live in the wild. Scientists characterize these crowded production methods as stressful, high-density conditions that far exceed what wild salmon would experience in their natural habitats. Salmon in these crowded environments become highly aggressive and cause harm to each other as a result. These crowded conditions inevitably lead to a rampant sea lice infestations, which result in poor animal welfare. So high density, you know, one of the things that these fish farms are gonna say is, oh, we have low density farms. We have low density. What that means is instead of two fish per bathtub, it's one fish per bathtub. Low density is another term that the industry is using to sort of mislead you into thinking that their product is better than the others. When in reality, you know, it's like it's 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 like saying you smoke less cigarettes um, than smoking the normal amount of cigarettes. So let's say you smoke two packs a day and you go to one pack a day. Both are bad for you, correct? Both. I mean, let's let's just say both are bad, but they're marketing the one pack of cigarettes as like a lifesaver, like, oh my gosh, like 
well, we're only doing one pack a day. It's low smoke. We're low smoking, right? This is the same thing as with, with these. It's, it's still, it's considered to its natural environment. It is very, very highly, very highly densely uh, stocked in living conditions. So to, to the wild, it's just, it, it's not, even, you can't even compare the two. All these sustainable uh, representations are ma uh, material for consumers and, and deceive and or are likely to deceive the public the proposed class action alleges, and this is very true, because when you walk into a store, you trust the store. When you walk into a Whole Foods or an Aldi's or a Trader Joe's, whatever it is, you're going to look at the packaging or the Safeway, ShopRite, whatever it is, Kroger's, Food Lion, Piggly Wiggly. And you see these there, you're going to think, oh, well, I'm, buy I'm buying something special. I truly am buying something special, and you'll probably pay more for it. Uh, and in reality... What you're buying here in all farm salmon, all open pen nut farm salmon is the same crap. It does not matter what they claim on the label. It's all the same. Hopefully this lawsuit will go uh, into other grocery stores as well. I'd love to see Whole Foods get busted for, for their misleading of their salmon saying how great their farm salmon is. It's not, it's farmed salmon. There's no right way to do the wrong thing. You still have to harvest fish. You still have to put them in crowded places. You still have sea lice. You still have all the stabilizers from the high, high, high fat fish uh, pellets. You have all, all of these, all of these things and they're sitting there and lying. Now, myself as a chef, and having 20 plus years of research in sustainable seafood, I know it's a scam and I would never feed it to my family and never feed it to my kids. I would never, I would never, I would never eat it myself. This is why it's been over 20 years that I've actually cooked or uh, eaten farmed salmon. I learned this many years ago, two, over two decades ago, and I've stuck true to this. My restaurant has stuck true to this. We do not serve farmed salmon. It is a scam, farmed salmon. Um, so, and you know, it was, all these places that claim all of this stuff, you want to find out the real, the real deal. You go follow some of those activists that actually live in the communities where farm salmon are, and they will expose the nightmare of the extreme odor, the um, oily shores, uh, the salmon die off, what they're doing in these communities. They will tell you the true picture of what's happening at the salmon farms, not some sustainably paid for logo that they put on their on their fish and the pictures they put on their website of how great everything is. That's far from the case. So now, where do you get wild salmon? You may be asking. Well, wild salmon, of course, you have to um, trust the place you're buying it from. Um, the best place to buy frozen salmon is going to be frozen. Um, in a store like a natural food store, like a Whole Foods type store. And Aldi's might even have a frozen. I know Trader Joe's has a frozen salmon. Uh, Shop right here has a frozen salmon. However, if you want a higher quality frozen salmon, make sure there's no fillers in it, no sodium fillers. Also make sure that there is, and it's not from China. Um, you get what you pay for, right? You totally get what you pay for. The more expensive it is, the higher quality. It's just like chicken eggs. Uh, the The it's it, there's a direct correlation between the cost of an egg and the quality of the animal uh the way the animal lived and all that kind of stuff same thing with the salmon the way it was caught makes a big difference and that cost is caught versus line caught um, and i have plenty of content on that on my youtube channel you go to marcusg.tv marcusg.tv will take you directly to my youtube channel and i have lots of information there on salmon that you can find all that information out uh, but in the meantime do not fall for the sustainable ratings sustainable claims from farmed scamming because it is a scam and hopefully 
um, all these will learn a lesson from this and stop using that. And hopefully other grocery stores will follow suit in other grocery stores because I cannot stand it when I walk into places and see this. It irks me every time I walk into Whole Foods and see their sustainably farm-raised salmon sitting in the counter there. And um, and the you ask the staff there, they will swear by it, totally swear by it, how great this product is. And it's not. Folks, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate the support. Uh, you can head over to um, Aromatime, T-H-Y-M-E, bistro.com, check out our restaurant, and then uh, click the link for our travel vacations if you want to travel with us to Italy, uh, upstate New York, and Vida Guadalupe, which is the Napa Valley of Mexico. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. See you next time. Thank you.